<laughs> throat goats. Groat nation. <laughs> Do we say goat nation or throat nation? I say goat nation for our listeners. Welcome. You guys are goat nation. I mean, there's four listeners right now, but that's fine. Yeah, we have four goats. <laughs> goat nation. Here we are. Welcome to chaotic pastures. Oh, uh, okay. This is episode number six, 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 six. Um, Trigger warning for all Christians, six, six, six. <laughs> I love that every, so when I was writing up the, writing up the description for uh, each pot, each episode, it was like, this is probably not safe for work. This is also not safe for work. <laughs> this is likely not safe for work. Or your kids. I'm going to have to help you start to rename them because the names have nothing to do with what we're saying. I mean, listen, I was panicked. Okay. <laughs> For, uh, first of all, first of Tatum, all, okay. Tatum was the tech god. Tatum really came through because, you know, Dre has a low tolerance for everything. Everything drives me crazy. Everything frustrates me. Uh, Tatum is the big sister. <laughs> she stepped in. I really did that. I I did that. We had a, I mean, I had a little panic attack on Thursday night, realizing that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And uh, I, there was like an RSS feed, like there were all these things that I had never heard of before. And I could not figure it out. Turns out it was a Spotify problem and not me. And there were some other things that were actually us. but. If you're listening to this today or watching us today, we are we have officially launched our podcast. And it's, it's really exciting. It's on yeah. Spotify, it's on Apple, and I'm really proud of ourselves. We did I'm that. mostly proud of Tatum. She ate that. Um we did we it. We ate that. We ate that. Um and it was actually really funny. I binge listened to all five episodes and I was like, I would actually listen to this. I fucking love podcasts. <laughs> Um, I love comedy. Like I listen to a lot of comedy things that make me feel good and also like teach me something. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I would listen to this. This is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. There are some, the comments are hilarious in like our Instagram. If you haven't, if you're new to us, go check us out on Instagram, uh, Throat Goats Podcast. Uh, we will start uploading stuff on TikTok as well and YouTube eventually. I'm just, you know. One thing Only at one a time. Person. Yeah. Only one person. <laughs> um, but we're very, I'm really excited because this is the first time you and I have worked on a project together that, um, and it's so funny because like, can I, can we just like have a mental health check-in right now? Cause it literally. Shambles. I'm in shambles. <laughs> I know. And I'm, I'm in, in shambles, shambles because you're in shambles. So like through this video, we're like, I'm like, hey, how's it going? Tell me about your weekend. And, and I was like, like listen, how I'm feeling. And I'm like, okay, but now I'm feeling all those things too. You know, I have, like I said, I have a low tolerance for things, and I almost feel like healing makes it worse because mm -hmm. now I have the language to understand why I feel a certain way. Um, and I have received feedback that I can come across scary to other people, and. I like used to get, I used to, as in 15 minutes ago, <laughs> used to get self-conscious about it. And then I sat with my third journal and <laughs> blessings. Thank you. Blessings. 
And I'm just like, no, you know what? I'm going to start to enforce my boundaries and I'm not going to do it passive aggressively. I'm just going to do it assertively. Um, and if you can't take it, I mean, that's really between you and your God. Mm. Um, and I have to be okay with being the bad guy. Um, mm. and if I'm the bad guy to you, whatever, because I know my heart and my heart is fine. Um, so yeah, I really woke up and chose violence today and I was telling Tatum and she was like, Oh shit. <laughs> There is a part of me that is also like anxious is, is one facet of how I feel, but I think anger is not anger, but like fear as well. So I'm like, she's going to come at me. I'm uh -uh. scared. <laughs> You'll never. Not even that I'm. And this is the thing with boundaries and enforcing them. It's um, one. I started treating myself like a little girl because my feelings are my five-year-old self. And if I'm starting to get irritated, I'm like, what suppressed emotion is starting to come up right now in the form of a goddamn zit that's lasted three weeks? It's big. It's huge. If I, uh, no, I'm not going to do it because I, no. Don't do it. I have, a, I have a zit that I honestly, the root of it is at the back of my skull is how big <laughs> it is. And I'm just like, I need to say, talk my shit or this thing won't go away. Um, mm. So... Yeah. So I just have to sit down with my feelings and being like, okay, this is why I'm feeling this way. And yeah, you know, that's shout cool. out, shout out to inner child work, shout out to healing thyself, shout mm -hmm. out to, you know, mm -hmm. just do, you know, doing what you got to do. And you had to, you woke up and you sat and you took action. And I think that's so cool. The other totally. day, it's so funny because do you, do you find yourself getting tired after you like exhausted. So the other day no, I was sitting I on feel my, better. I, I, so I think, so yeah, uh, I think it was Friday. I, it was a nice day and I love sitting on my deck. The sun was, you know, shining on the deck and I'm like, I'm going to sit out here. And I journaled because I had the week to myself. Uh, cause my husband was gone and, and uh it was great like I I just it was good so I was just like oh so I sat on the on the deck and mom picked up Cohen from school that's my seven-year-old and uh and then I journaled and then I was like oh I'm feeling <laughs> and <laughs> I literally had the most relaxing 30 minute snooze and I was like, oh, is this what happens when you actually get your thoughts and feelings out? Like you totally. actually regulate yourself? <laughs> yeah. And you don't feel you fucking feel insane all the time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I was meeting. So I have a new partner, a new girlfriend. Oh, I didn't uh, know if we were going to go there, but we're going to go there. Okay. We're going to have yeah. to dedicate a whole episode to that. We will. We will. We will. We totally will. <laughs> but this is just like a sidebar. I was meeting her friends. We were there uh, at a beach on Sunday and I met one of her friends who's kind of like me like a little spicy and she was talking about just like um this guy that you know she's casually hooking up with and he's just not reading the room right and just pissed her off and I was like okay I was like what do you really want to say to him and I basically I wrote a message for her and mm. because he kept like messaging her over and over again over six days like unresponded and she's just like what the fuck like dude, read the room. And so I was just like, we have to teach these boys how to be men. So I'm going to mm. write, like, I'm going to write this message for you. And just being like, listen, if I don't, if I don't respond back, that is not an invitation for you to keep reaching out to me. 
I would have loved to continue this um, connection if you had just given me the space and let me come to you eventually. But you messed that up. And um, she was just like, and boy, bye. Yeah. And I was like, and, you know, maybe it can happen again once you just kind of talk your shit. She's mm. like, well, I don't want to. I'm like, oh, then don't. And I'm just like, when do I start sort of micro dosing like the crazy in me that my girlfriend's eventually going to see that I'm like, ooh, man, I am not taking shit. <laughs> I think she likes it, though. She's pretty chaotic, too, which I love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to meet her. Oh, my God. Uh, I can't wait to have her on the podcast. She's insane. Ooh! <laughs> That's really cute. Yeah. Really mm-hmm. cute. It's like uh, okay, so my, mm, my name is Tatum. I'm the big sister. And I am in the west coast the west side of canada canada i I identify she her pronouns Mm -hmm. and a little anxious today (laughs) as well (laughs) fun fact uh i got super wasted on saturday and you didn't get uh, the stories in her instagram you missed out because it was the funniest thing ever yeah, it was like full white girl wasted, which totally checks out because I went to a country concert. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I got the concert for my husband as a gift for his birthday. And so we went with a group of friends and I proceeded to get white girl wasted. Like I'm talking puking in a trash can. Um, yeah. Bent over. And I'm talking, there's a picture of me lying, laying down on the sidewalk. It's not good, but... Uh, I also am a mom <laughs> and a wife. <laughs> I'm going to be 39 in a month. And all around a good time. Actually, yeah, yeah today, to this day. <laughs> Tatum is a blast in a get- glass. Tatum identifies as a blast in a glass. Yeah, blast in a yeah. glass. Blast, blast, blast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty much feeling a little unhinged, I would say, today. Um, mm. Yeah, but that's where we're at. Who are you? Okay. Uh, my name is Dre. My pronouns are, honestly, I will say she, her, she, they is fine too. I am in Toronto, downtown. <laughs> I am pansexual. I am a cat. I'm a dancer. And I think that's pretty much all you want to know about me. Oh, I'm the, I'm the little sister. And you're also a really badass osteopath. So if you I'm need... an osteopath. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I got my that. master's degree in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be, that would be it. Like highly educated. Yeah. 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 yeah How do you yeah. do that thing? How do you do that? The... That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Your mouth has to go to the side. You're... I can't. I don't think my mouth moves that way. It might only you know go so... to the left. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that are just listening, me and Tatum are trying to recreate a meme. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> Practice it in the mirror. Come back next week. Okay. Just like my twerking, I was just laughing at my, our video of the first, you know, the first opening um, podcast where you're twerking and your ass is just like jiggling and my hips it was like, <laughs> is like, a, they're like on a fucking door hinge. They're just like. <laughs> it's this weird thing. It's called loose booty control. Where you have mm-hmm. to move your hips, but let your glute max go, so you get the reverb. Yeah, it's a mechanical thing. Um, anyway, cool. Yes. 
Today we are going to talk about what the fuck are we talking about today? Oh, okay. Uh, basically, how to be yourself in a relationship and out of a relationship. Am I getting that right? Mm, I don't know. I don't think that okay. that was. It was what did more we talk just, about. Uh, it was. <laughs> it was more. Well, just like, <laughs> Great, right? because you're gonna do it from a marriage, and I was gonna do it from not a marriage, right? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, we can edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no, just leave it. It's funny. <laughs> Feeling a little. Um, yeah, I'm gonna edit that part out. Edit. Uh, okay. Today we're gonna talk about our uh, just being ourselves. Yes. <laughs> in society. Uh, I, you're, you've tipped, you've been single for the last little bit. Uh-huh. Um, but also I think not necessarily as just how do you be an individual, but also just being something that you talk a lot, of, <clears throat> talk a lot about is, um, is yourself in the corporate world as well. And, yeah. uh, yeah. And that, and that sort of mask or, or side of you that you, how, how you deal me, I am a, I am like an almost 40 year old. So I am now, I turn 39 next month. And so when I think about being myself, I'm thinking like, there's this like reawakening. I feel like a personal reawakening that's happening for me. And I have lived in like, in this world of mom, you know, I run a business from home, wife, and my life has been. (laughs) Tatum is the golden child of the family, which is not like that's a, it's, it's good. And it also comes with a weight, I think. Um, Mm. And I always say that about firstborn children that I'm like, you guys really have a tough role. Um, Yeah, Mm. you guys really do. Because no one really expects anything out of the younger one. We're just kind of out here. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you get to be free. Yeah. And there's, so you, there's like this, yeah, there's like a little, like a sense of uh, just wanting to like be chaotic and free, but just also maintain. Out. Yeah. And, and maintain this sense of stability as well. So there's like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, and let's get to it. Okay. Missy? Miss um, Thang? Miss Thang. Well, I don't know. I've been in the corporate world now. Technically, I've been working in, like, healthcare downtown in, like, the Exchange Tower. Um, yeah, for about eight years. And I recently just got onto the management team about a year ago. So now I'm really learning um, a whole fucking whack load of shit that I had no idea what I was signing up for. Um, and it's been really good for the most part. Um, but one of my strengths is that I'm authentically myself. And one of my weaknesses is I'm authentically myself. (laughs) Um, So it kind of gets sticky, not sticky. It's just like, I have to manage sometimes how I'm perceived. And I watch people like some of my friends who just have so much more, um, like control, um, professionally, even my dancer friends, especially my dancer friends, actually. Um, yeah. And, you know, like I said, it's a strength and a weakness. So my, I think it helps me get a lot of shit done, but, um, Mm -hmm. there is like a type of refinement that I really have to go through, 
um, to make sure that the content will always stay the same. It's just how do I make the delivery um, relate in a way that someone can understand it, that they don't feel attacked, that they can interpret it properly, that um, is resolution based. Um, yeah, and how do I build systems in a way that I've never really had to build them before? Um, because it's it's a lot of just like taking what's thrown at you and wearing different hats for different people. So yeah, it has been very interesting. And funny enough, I think ballroom has taught me how to manage people because I was a mother before I was in the corporate world. Mm. And having to basically manage people was like a lot. Really had to like, I really had to like be a therapist and a mom and like a friend. And I was like, whoa. I have this thing too when I talk about my feelings, I do it in an English accent because it's less awkward <laughs> for me. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, I get note. real. Some know? real, real, real. I'm mm -hmm. noticing that I have um, neck creases. So you have to figure that out. You see this? Yeah. It's not like a woman shows her age. I'm to do something Is about it? it. Yeah. Your neck. You're just becoming a pro. Your neck. Yo. You have to sing the whole lyric, Tatum. This has been a constant thing in every podcast. Because <laughs> I listen to every First episode. First, you got to put your neck into it. Don't stop. Just do it. Do it. Then you roll you your tongue from the from back, back to the front. The front. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. That's all I know. It's a great So how song. do you, how do you, especially you, maintain yourself while having to take care of literally so many fucking people and now even the parents are kind of on your plate too on top of it as yeah yeah uh how do i maintain myself other than oh. alcohol and while <laughs> I actually, it's the wiling out. So this is like, I think what I'm trying to, uh, what I'm realizing is that I reserve my, that's what, like when I drink, then I get beat, like I get, I get, I goes over the top and, and I it's goes just, over the top. I do is too it, much. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so it's not like, I don't, I can not do that. But it's that feeling of freedom that I think mm -hmm. it's less the alcohol, it's the free feeling of freedom, and then you just keep drinking and whatever. But that's where I think I'm. That's how I sort of I maintain myself. But you see me like on the dance floor. I would probably I don't want to be humping the dance floor, you know. But I end up humping the dance floor, and so but I also feel like you. Okay, I have two points though. One. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. You're up. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> So where I would like to get to, and this is where I'm at, where it's like, I'm feeling this like, okay, a shift, like a re shuffling is like, I have to start putting more emphasis on things that make me feel free that are part of the structure of my week, as opposed to these like, okay, I'm going to be going out and going to be social. And now I'm just going to go and get fucked. wasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <clears throat> I don't like that. Okay. Well, I was going to say, I'm healthy right cause now. You're, is your because you're hard on yourself right now. I was um, going to say, even before you were a mom, you've always kind of been the party girl, though. Like you've always wild out. 
Second, secondably, um, mm-hmm. I think even if you were sober, you would end up humping the ground anyways. <laughs> so I She's really not just, wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if alcohol is to all to blame to that because I feel bear, like bear, without bear, 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 alcohol, bear, bear. you would hump something anyways. <laughs> Actually, it's very true. So, like, in Vancouver, every summer, there's this, um, it's called Festival of Lights, and it's, like, this fireworks show, and um, it's amazing because, like, all of the lower mainland goes down to the beach, you hang out there all day, then you watch these fireworks, and, and <laughs> I, this is so funny that you say that, because I remember walking up Robson Street after the fireworks and all you see is like thousands of heads just like bobbing because they clear the street so you to make room for all these people people are walking on the street and just thousands of heads of people just bobbing and I'm like <laughs> like I just want to meet every single person like I just wanna, I want to be friends You're so literally like describing think... my nightmare that is my nightmare <laughs> so for me it's like I just uh being social allows me to feel like myself and being, yeah. which is so interesting because uh, one thing I've started to also realize, and I, this is such a tricky subject because it can be misconstrued what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say, but mm-hmm. um, I think, so we have half of us is PS. I'm like holding on to a crystal because like, that's where my heart's at. Okay. Um, oh, wow. we have like a <laughs> feminine side of us. We have a masculine side of us and they have to be balanced. And I was thinking about it. Um, because you know, most humans who work outside of the home are in- engaging with people of all genders right Mm -hmm. lots of interaction lots of interaction and every single interaction when you are engaging feeds into your either masculinity or your femininity right and into that side of you and it helps you feel balanced complete that's the one and so my husband so triggered this triggered for me because my husband went out for dinner with a friend of his they've been friends for many years and you know they went for dinner and it was fine and I woke up so enraged the next day because they came I mean he got home uh, you know pretty late and I just thought to myself I'm like the fuck I was like how how amazing must it be to be able to go out with somebody who's not me sit there and have like nice dinner over wine Mm -hmm. and just and I'm like whether you like it or not that actually feeds into your masculinity masculinity. Mm -hmm. because you are not the husband to that person Mm -hmm. you're not the father to that person you're not Mm -hmm. a boss to that person you're just a buddy Mm -hmm. and I was like holy shit so I thought because I'm like why is this making me so mad and then I realized that it's actually because I have no problem like go have your buddies like have your have your time. We all know her, by the way. We all know this woman. We've all known her for a long time. She's great. Yeah, safe, great. Safe lady. Safe. And so I thought, I was like, why is this making me so upset? And then I realized that every single man or male that I deal with, I serve them. Like that is where I am a 
I am a very, very, I'm a pillar <laughs> in their life. I am either their wife, I am their mother, I am their daughter, or I am their caregiver in the form of my dog. There are six of them, and that is all that I engage Part with. Of I just died <laughs> listening to that. Yeah. Like I, that's how I know I don't have the bandwidth to be who you are because I am too much of a savage because I'm just like, I, I, I couldn't do that and feel like myself, you know, and even, and it's also, I think there's room for both things to be true, to want to have the things that you want and still feel a little bit um, like handcuffed to them. Mm -hmm. um, as I feel like that about my life too. Whereas I, mm -hmm. all my life is just work and play and work and play and work and play and work and play. And then I'm just like, I I'm so over it some days yeah. and I'm just like, great, this is the life you wanted. And I'm like, yeah. And it's also okay for me to be um, fed up with it sometimes. Right. Yeah. Um, and mm -hmm. I also hope you give yourself that grace when you're like, yep, I chose it. And it's also okay to be pissed sometimes Yeah, with the frustrations of the responsibilities you take on. It's because it is a lot. And I, and I thought mm. like, well, where is it that I get to just go and be Tatum with somebody of, the op, you know, opposite sex that is not, it's, which, and I, I, again, this is where it's like kiss can be misconstrued because it's not a sexual thing, no but it actually helps you in it. Cause so when I thought about it, I'm like, okay, well, I've been out of the corporate, like the corporate workspace for, oh my gosh, 11, 11 years. Um, yeah. Where, hi Kelly. Is that Kelly That's or is so that? <laughs> Come here. <laughs> look at her. Okay, look at how beautiful she looks. She oh, just had a shoot. Kelly! <laughs> yeah, girl. Oh my gosh. This do you know is Kelly strange. Started, do you know Kelly started as a face girl? I did. I did. Ah! I did yeah. You're so beautiful. Misty came to life. It was just Kelly Siriano. <laughs> it was just Kelly Siriano. Oh. Yeah, no. She's eating it. Like... Eating, yes, like eating, <laughs> gagging. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pointing the mic at her ass. I don't know why. I was like, <laughs> okay, wait, let me. Everybody me. needs to hear that ass shake. <laughs> and that's all I got to say on the throat, guys. <laughs> oh my god, I love her so much, so much, so much. Um, okay. <clears throat> okay, back to the realness. Um, <laughs> right. What, what I was saying was, was that, <laughs> so it's been like 11 years since I've been out of the corporate space. So like whether I, I don't even get to like collaborate with people or just like, hit, you know, talk about random shit. Like that's just, it's just not there. And when I work, like it's a full female field, full female engagement, full female you know, interactions. And I love hanging out with women. I love that. But when you're doing mm -hmm. it all the time, it doesn't actually, it doesn't make you whole. It doesn't you're fill the really need. Not. Like it doesn't fill the need. Mm -hmm. We have human needs and it doesn't matter if you're gay, if you're straight, if you're single, if you're married, because I go out into the world and all I get is male attention all the time. And I can't sit here and say that always pisses me off because I'm a human being. And when a guy checks me out, um, it, of course it validates me. You know, mm. I can't help but be a part of the society I live in, no matter how pious and woke I think I am. I cannot yeah. deny the fact that like, 
and I play with it all the time. I used to do social experiments where I would wear red lipstick and I would watch men um, shrink in front of me. And it was the funniest thing and like offer their seats up to me and take my garbage out. And like those little things actually help build my character as nine. Because when I step mm. into my femininity, femininity, and even though I'm performing and I'm performing for butch queens, um, which are gay men, they're still men. And I still have men lust over me. And that still powers me up. You know what I mean? And, um, Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But it's not the lust. It's not the, like, I'm not looking for the X, that external validation. And I think that's the part I want to make clear is like, it's not the external validation. It's not the feeling. It's just like, but I'm saying that the the validation is humanizing and everyone Mm. needs external validation. This whole pious thing that people don't need validation is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It is a human Hmm. need. You know what I mean? Or else we wouldn't need anyone. We would just sit in a dark room and be like, I feel so loved. (laughs) That is, that's not how it works. Like we saw what happened in the pandemic, right? Yeah. No one, no one was safe from that. And maybe um, that's why it makes me uncomfortable to like, it makes me, maybe it just makes me uncomfortable to say like, or to admit that I, I need it, but everyone needs it. I guess, I guess I feel like it's, it's deeper than just like a, Oh, Hey, she's hot. Or it's more of like a, I just want to hang out with somebody who I uh, don't, like my world does not, th- their world does not revolve around me. Does that make this sense? This is also, this is also how I want to reframe it as, because I was, um, I'm going to fucking talk about Ginger Dean forever, mm-hmm. but, um, it's called the, it's called the art of receiving. And that also Mm. keeps you very feminine, if you want to talk about feminine energy, right? Yeah. So when I go to balls and stuff um, and I'm performing, um, I don't do anything. I don't carry my own bags. People change me. I sit down. I literally have other people take off my shoes, oil me up. I just sit there because I am receiving because they want to put me in a state of queen-like energy. Um, and how we see a ballroom is based on a, um, a hierarchical system of, um, a matriarch, right? But that, because you're in a, in a position of serving all the time, it feels sometimes depleting and you want someone to just being like, sit down, I'm going to take off your shoes. And I just want to talk about you. I want to take you all in. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I actually found that with dating when I was dating and I wasn't even having sex with anyone. Um, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to give you some of my time and let's just see how this goes. And even that shift in my energy that I'm like, I'm not putting out, but I will allow you to be around me. Um, And they're just like, it's crazy because people would take me to spas, like expensive spas. They will take me to fancy dinners. They will get Ubers for me and drive me around the city. Um, that they weren't even in, like, they're just like, I'm setting a car for you. You know what I mean? Because they are just like, oh, shit, I have a, I have nine's attention. I'm not going to fuck this up because she is allowing me into her life. And I am going to give her because she's allowing, um, she's going to receive from me. And I think that is something that all women should practice is that mm. what I give you, my attention, um, 
is gold because most people don't have my attention, right? And because I think as you've been in a relationship and you're a mom and you give and you give and you give, I think sometimes you forget to receive and actually do this, sit back and just wait. Mm. Do you see how that changes? Instead of coming forward all the time, just be like, no, no, tell me why. And the energy just shifts. Um, And even with my, my partner that I'm with right now, I took it really slow. Um, We didn't actually, we weren't intimate until um, after we decided to be exclusive because I'm like, I'm, I know what I want and I've spent time journaling and figuring out the life that I want and why I keep getting in my own way and making poor choices that don't reflect my actual needs. Right. And once Mm -hmm. I figured it out, I was just like very clear. Um, But that comes with a deep connection with yourself. And I think sometimes when you're not connected with yourself, you're sort of frantically trying to figure it out and it comes with a stillness. And then Mm -hmm. eventually people come rushing towards you. You know what I mean? Yeah, girl. Yeah, I do. It starts with the self-love. It starts with the self-realization. It starts... Totally. It's like, it comes with seeing yourself as like a queen. And Mm. people are just like, oh my God, I have the queen's attention. And I'm like, yeah, hope you don't drop the ball, but I'm here. You know, we're going to have to think about this in terms... (laughs) I have to think about it in terms of how is it that I... what, What is it that I'm trying to identify it? Because absolutely no, like disrespect to you know my life my to like you know my life my husband mm-hmm. or anything like that it has nothing to do with them and I I guess I don't want to misconstrue that like I'm out here trying to like you know go and like get some on another guy no, that's not, that's not but, about. but it is the set it's it's just definitely an imbalance of um of the output and the input. You're right. The receiving yeah. and the giving, if you will. So I, I read this book. It's um, called The Art of Receiving. Okay. I'll do it. <clears throat> and it actually Anywho. teaches you how to do that. Tina's like, stop. It. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think because when I think, and I, I think this is just the nature of of a podcast or a situation like this. It's like when you put it out there, then it's left for people to judge and judge and also make up their own story. Even they're going to put their own, you know, spin on it through their own lens. And mm-hmm. so, which is, I guess, really not my fucking problem, but no, there's and they're going to do it anyways. They're going to do it anyways. I know. Fuck I, know them. I know. Yeah. Fuck them. That's right. Fuck all y'all judges. Anyways. Get into your villain era, Tatum. <laughs> Get into your villain but era. But no, bitch. Like, here's the thing. It's like, <laughs> I'm turning 40 next year, and I just want to, like, I just want to just, I mean, I we already have this energy. You walk in, it's like, oh. But, like, I want to, I'm going to step right the fuck into that. Because yeah. I don't tell, I tell you, like, I can, a lot of women say that as they turn 40, their fucks are so low. Their energy is like, if this, this is me, if you don't like it, peace out the confidence. Like I can feel all of that. And it's like, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to get because bitch, it's the peak. It feels like the peak. It feels like I'm about to peak. Tatum is about to come. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I watched mom go through it. 
I watched my boss go through it and I am so excited to watch Tatum go through it. I actually watched mom go through it literally the day after she turned 40. We were on a camping trip and it was literally an overnight shift where um, she just started clapping back like and putting her foot down. And I had really never known her to be that type of woman. Bless you. Bless you. And um, I did there. I actually, I know I watched the whole thing. It was my favorite show. Um, and I'm just want to like even though you're the big sister and you're so good at so many things I'm so bad at no stop there's one there is this thing that I really want to support you in and it's just like okay we're we're one year away I want to just like usher you through that door and just being like just fucking run through it dude run through it, break through it, burn down the door. I don't care. Do whatever you do. Because like, I literally, I know that women go through this in their forties and it's the coolest fucking thing to watch. So I'm like, Tatum, your time is coming. <laughs> I'm terrified what's going to happen to me at 40. I'm I know. Like... I, was just, I was just thinking, I'm like, I've been watching this bitch break down doors. What's she going to do? Burn the whole fucking house down? <laughs> <laughs> Well, like Toronto on fire and start a new city. Like I'm terrified. Actually. Um, yeah. And the the crazy thing too, is that when you um, start this type of like inward journey, it just, I feel, I feel like before my range was like, I had like machine guns. I was like, blah, blah, just firing, firing, firing. Now everything feels like I have a sniper and it's just one mm. shot. Mm. Um, and it gets great analogy. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen other women who've gone through it and people who are much younger than me go through it and they have the intuition of a goddamn Jedi. Kelly is one of them. Yeah, girl. Kelly is one of them. Um, other people in ballroom I have sat and I've talked with when I'm like, you know, there's parts of me that are just really young and kind of naive and I kind of feel like something's going on and I don't really know. And I literally see them sitting across from me like this. And they're looking at me and they're just like, okay. I And I could hear them talking to my inner child, the parts of me that haven't grown up because they actually bring themselves down a bit to being like, this is how I'm going to explain it to you. To people who are six years younger than me, but just farther in their journey, right? Mm. Um, That's so cool. Yeah. So it's not like, and I feel no shame about it that I'm like, okay, I'm a bit younger. I'm a little bit greener on this like emotional maturity journey. And there are parts of me that are like really ditzy still. Um, (laughs) But we are not the only one that got it. You too. No. You got that ditz. I'm so ditzy. I'm a giant bimbo (laughs) half the time. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So also don't be ashamed of where you are. Just be like, fuck it. And it's not like you're starting from zero. Yeah. You fucking had people come out of your body. Mm. You have a deep you know knowing for life. <clears throat> yeah. And, and I've grown, I'm growing to people. Um, I guess one thing I have to tell myself is that it's likely that there are other people that feel this way as well. And and if they don't, that they don't. But if they do, then know that, you know, you ain't alone because, um, because, I mean, it's life. It's one life. We only get one. And so. you don't know what you don't know. 
don't know, and every, don't know. And everyone arrives at different times, right? Because I remember telling my therapist, I was just like, I feel so dumb. Like these very simple things, I feel really dumb that I'm only figuring out now. And they were like, everyone starts at a different time. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And they were like, okay. you still have so much time. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. I feel stupid. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Well, yeah. I feel good about this. What are you looking forward to this week? <sighs> Let me check my calendar. <laughs> That's going to stress you out. <laughs> no, this is what my calendar has looked like. Just yeah. nuts. This is one of three calendars. Mm -hmm. um, I have therapy for the first time in a long time. Ooh. I have therapy on Wednesday. And I have something super, ex not exciting, but something on my chest I really want to get off. Um, where I've started to realize I have a hard time expressing negative emotions. Um, the older I've gotten, where, mm. believe it or not, I've become more people pleasing and like conflict averse, especially when I'm around people who are emotionally volatile and hostile. Um, so in order to keep the peace, I... I won't explain myself. I'm more just like afraid of their emotional reaction. And I'm trying to navigate some situations where I'm like, no, I have to stand up for myself. Um, mm. And I can't be afraid of your reactivity because I think from the way we grew up, like um, with like dad being a South African dad and being from the army and being a bit um, emotionally volatile. unavailable and very volatile, um, when he get when he got angry, he used to get very angry. Um, yeah, when we, like when we were young. And we should talk about that one day. It's like how we, like one day his flip just switched, and he was just a fucking teddy bear all of a sudden. But his testosterone up until dropped. Up until like a moment, like it was literally like night and day within twenty four hours. Like it was, he went from like the scary dad that, you know needed to shake ever shake everyone's hands that you know wanted to be around we'll tell the story and, about that about the handshake yeah and then literally the next the next night day he was like this teddy bear and he's never gone back it's so yeah weird. i honestly think something changed in his pituitary gland and his testosterone levels dropped and that's when mom mm. also went they literally went like this and they became equals mm. yeah mm. um yeah, so I've noticed that people who are extremely emotionally volatile, there's two things. One, I'm attracted to them because they stand up for themselves consistently. And one of the reasons you're attracted to someone is they have a quality that you are struggling to have. Mm. And um, two, at the same time, I have a hard time um, asserting myself. With other personality types, it's fine. But um, yeah, I'm just like, kind of known as the nice girl in ballroom. I stay out of fights. I stay out of drama um, mm -hmm. because they are, they, we, we come from a culture of shade and everyone comes for your throat kind of thing. Mm -hmm. They will read you online. They will tag you in shit. They will insult you to your face. They will scream at you on the mic. They will insult you on the mic while you're walking, which has happened to me. Um, even sometimes you'll win and they will read you and tag you and it will be a whole Facebook drama for days and days and days. We actually win awards for like biggest controversy of the year. Like, what? because the whole, yeah, the whole thing's based on drama and 
I think some of the things that I've involved myself with, like one being ballroom and even the school that I went to for osteopathy was um, led by this extremely alpha man who was an authoritarian. We had to wear uniforms. We can't show tattoos, piercings, no makeup. It was a military-based school. And my way of surviving was being compliant. And I did really well at it. And I succeeded at it, succeeded in ballroom, succeeded um, academically. But I realized in the last four years, um, I have really quieted parts of me um, in order to survive. And now I'm trying to find a middle ground of basically secure attachment with myself because I'm either fighting or I'm flighting. And right now I'm trying to build security with myself. And one of them is speaking up for myself that does not hurt the other person, but also says, hey, I get a say in how I want to be treated. And right now you're violating that and you cannot treat me that way. And what you're doing is pushing me away. Yeah. That's what I'm going through right now. And that's what I'm really excited to talk about with my therapist. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So actually what's interesting is that I can, there's a lot of, um, not alignment, but similarity. I would say that as I got older, the, the vault, I, which I've never actually been somebody who, um, who liked conflict anyways. Um, I've always not been very, and I'm trying to step into that more. And so this week, actually today, when I get off this, um, podcast, I too have to engage in a conversation that's like, no, I get to say in how, you know, how I'm treated and yes. this is wrong and fix it or else. Or else or you will feel it. my absence and it will be <laughs> not so good. Yeah, exactly. Which is really hard because it's funny. I've been sitting on this for like over a week where it's like, I have to send this email out to send this email. And I just haven't sent the email because I've, you know, there's the fear of the people pleasing the, what are they going to do? What are you scared of? What do you think might happen if you send the email? Worst case scenario. Curious. Honestly, just maybe silenced, I would say. Like maybe I was, I'd be silenced or maybe that I would be, um, also, I think I'm, I'm afraid of my delivery because when I, I don't wait, like, or I wait until the emotion is so high and I'm about to erupt that that's when I feel like I kind of take confidence from that. And that's when I communicate as opposed mm-hmm. to like the soft, like the sitting it's settled. There's like a deep sense of like, that's not right. And now I'm going to communicate very eloquently and confidently and calmly about how it is I feel. I wait until the emotion is like, and you're like, great, I have an adrenaline surge and now I'm going to tell you how I feel. And it's going to come out like, (laughs) exactly. And so maybe that's something I should uh, go talk to a therapist about too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We all need therapy. That's what we learned from this, from this, uh, episode, which um, is amazing. Get the therapy. Oh, yeah. you know what I am looking forward to is a fucking Whoa. iron infusion that I'm getting on Friday. What? And yeah, bitch, it's really cool. So I'm getting a mini dose of like it's. Uh, so some of the things I've been dealing with health wise is um, 
super heavy periods and like hair loss um and sleep like insomnia like not insomnia but just really on non restful sleep and so i did a couple of tests and whatnot and typically i've always been lower on the iron side and so we're just gonna do a little top up with a little intravenous iron thing and i'm really pumped that's hot yeah health health is cool health is fucking great yeah all right so start. all right well love you bye goat nation goat nation Welcome uh also suit, yeah oh i like that the petting suit <laughs> that's kind of cute it's a two-way petting cute. zoo you pet I us and we pet you like yeah 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 i like that i like that a lot Okay, so uh, as we come up on our next episodes, we've got a little bit of like a, uh, we're going to have a, a flow chart, a flow of how we do things. Um, so we're going to be doing our strategizing for the next week, our planning for the next um, show. And we would love to hear from you. Uh, what do you want to hear us talk about? Uh, if you would like to be a guest or you want to recommend somebody to join us as a guest, uh, please uh, send their names our way. Uh, connect with us on Throat Goat Pod Throat Goats Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok. Uh, and then you can connect with either of us um, through the gram too. Tatum got blies and nine in the house. I mean, I'm just going to figure it out. There's a nine. Yeah, there. just like, figure it out. There's, there's a nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on Throat Goats podcast, I'll be in there. You'll figure it out. They go You'll on Tatum's. We believe I in you. Her. Yeah. Okay. Well, love you. Love you. And see you later. Until yeah. next time, Throat Goat.